from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, security gang. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast, Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Welcome to this morning's show. We're live on your favorite social media platforms. You're finding us on YouTube, Rumble, LinkedIn, Twitter, now X, Twitch, and Facebook and Instagram. Thank you all for being here. If you're not following us on all of our platforms, please do. We got like different content that goes out to different platforms every once in a while. Um, so you want to make sure to go do that and also follow us on here and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can find us on Apple, Google, and anywhere else and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast. So make sure to get us there. And while you're at it, while you're there and subscribing, give us a five-star rating. We do appreciate it. Welcome. Thank you for all being here this morning. We've got a packed show today. Boeing, the story that we started off this week with is now confirmed. We'll get into that. We'll also be getting into a new CVSS score system that's been published. That's going to be important for a lot of practitioners. So without further ado, I today am enjoying my espresso in my travel mug. That's right. This awesome espresso travel mug can be yours for just going to our Substack and becoming an annual contributor to our podcast. Look at that. So whatever you're drinking this morning, join me for a coffee cup. Cheers, y'all. Yeah, this thing's good. And it keeps the espresso super warm. Like that's that burnt my tongue a little bit. Burnt my tongue a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, but that's what you want your espresso to be. So let's go ahead and kick off with Boeing now confirming that it was recently hit by a cyber attack after a notorious ransomware group, group has claimed to breach the company's system. Lockbit is the ransomware group behind the uh, cyber attack and data leak of Boeing. The criminals later removed any mention of Boeing from their website, telling cybersecurity research and threat uh, intelligence organizations, VX Underground, that negotiations with Boeing started. Lockbit representative said that a zero-day vulnerability was exploited by affiliates to gain access to Boeing's systems. Boeing, for their end, said, uh, we are aware of a cyber incident impacting elements of our parts and distribution business. Uh, pointing out that flight safety is not affected by the incident. They're actively investigating the incident and coordinating with law enforcement and regulatory authorities. They're also notifying customers and suppliers. So more on this as becomes available, but Boeing is uh, experiencing yet another cyber attack. This, this appears to be, by the way, isolated to parts and distribution. So it doesn't appear to impact based on what they're saying, flight controls, or software, it's it's likely impacting uh, their warehouses and, and and parts and distribution orders that are coming from airlines or, or airline maintenance companies. Germany woke up to a string of ransomware attacks that are hindering services in over 70 German municipalities. This ransomware attack has paralyzed local government services in multiple cities and districts in Western Germany. Early on Monday, an unknown hacker group encrypted the servers of local municipal uh, service provider, uh, Sudweft and fallen IT to prevent the malware from spreading. The company restricted access to its infrastructure for over 70 municipalities, primarily in western German state of North Rhine Westphalia. The attack left local government services severely limited. The company said in a statement posted on a temporary website, as its main site is inaccessible following the incident. On the day of the attack, the administration of the German city Saigon canceled appointments with citizens since the majority of their IT systems were shut down. As of Tuesday, most of the administration online services remained unavailable. The websites of the city administrations of 
Wormaluscarichin and Birchide are also down as of Wednesday. Due to disruption, they have no access to all applications running via their IT firm. The affected administration that publicly <clears throat> the affected administrations that publicly discussed the attack said that even though their online systems are down, they're still offering in-person services to citizens. Their internal and external communications, including email and phone services, are mostly non-functional. German police and cybersecurity agencies are investigating the attack and working to restore services with the administration. This is coming at a sensitive time for the German nation as local governments typically perform financial transactions at the end of the month. Payments like salaries, social assistance, and transfers from the nursing care fund may be hindered as part of this attack until they're able to recover and get back into normal operation. One thing I didn't I, I did notice in this article and in researching it, I couldn't find anything, anything at all to talk about business continuity for these municipalities or from that company. What happens when things go down? Complacency, folks. Complacency is the number one enemy for cybersecurity, the number one enemy for humans. If you've learned anything in the last time period, in the last 20 years of your life, 23 years of your life, complacency is horrible. And this is complacency, folks. Complacency. For their end, the Associated Press News website experienced an outage that appeared to be consistent with a DDoS attack, a federal criminal act that involves flooding a site with data. You guys know what a DDoS attack is so apnews.com site starting experiencing issues tuesday afternoon uh loading the home page although links to individual stories failed in various ways some pages remained blank while others displayed error messages the problem was resolved by wednesday morning um the ap for itself issued a statement um, sa um saying we've experienced periodic surges in traffic but we're still looking into the cause that cause is uh, um, a didos anonymous sudan which is nothing to do with Sudan and everything to do with Russia has said on their telegram channel Tuesday morning, they would be launching attacks on Western news outlets. The group subsequently posted screenshots of the AP and other news sites as proof that they've rendered unreachable, unreachable by DDoS attack. The propaganda mechanism is rather simple. According to Alexander Leslie, an analyst with recorded future, the actors conduct a temporary attack screenshot proof of an outage. It often lasts a short period of time and affect a small number of users then claim massive success. It's easy when your standards are low. It's so easy when your standards are low. Everyone, welcome. The first, which is the Forum of Incident Response and Security Teams, has officially announced CVSS version 4.0, the next generation of the Common Vulnerability Scoring System standard more than eight years after CVSS 3.0 took, meaning we should expect the next one in like 2030 something. Hopefully not that long. The latest version of 4.0 seeks to provide the highest fidelity of vulnerability assessment for both industry and the public. Uh, one of the updates to CVSS version 3.1, which was released in 2019, was to emphasize and clarify that CVSS is designed to measure the severity of a vulnerability and should not be used alone to assess risk. The latest version to the standard aims to address some of those shortcomings by providing several supplemental metrics for vulnerability assessment, such as safety, automatable, recovery, value density, vulnerability response effort, and provider urgency. It also debuts a new uh, NOMA lecture to enumerate CVSS scores using a combination of base plus base plus threat plus base plus environmental plus base plus threat plus environmental severity rating. The idea is to reinforce the concept that CVSS is not just a base score. Um, it should be used whenever a numerical CVSS value is displayed 
or communicated. So there's that as well. CVSS 4.0 is out. We'll see how quick companies start adapting to it. I'm interested to play around with it and we'll be doing so this weekend. Cisco for their end announced 27 vulnerabilities patched in their adaptive security appliance, firepower management center, and firepower threat defense products. This is their semi-annual bundled publication. They've published a total of 22 security advisories describing critical high and medium severity flaws in three network security products, the most severe CV 2023 20048 a CVSS score of 9.9 is a command injection bug in the FMC resulting from insufficient authorization of configuration commands that are sent through the web service interface. So there's that. Make sure you update your Cisco products. Now we move to Iran. That's right. We did a show on them yesterday. We're going to do a show on them a lot. Iran is the number one state sponsor of terror. They're also a very significant cybersecurity threat player. One, because of the late and deceased evil terrorist Soleimani who was taken out of the battlefield by President Trump back in January of 2020, to now the Chinese aligning with the Iranians on cybersecurity. Iran has always been that redheaded stepchild that the Russians and the Chinese use in order to create instability, and the Iranians love being the redheaded stepchild in the region. So the U.S. government is now prepping for a potential onslaught of Iranian cyber attacks in retaliation of the West is justified support for Israel in the war against Hamas. It's not a conflict. Politico, it's a war. They declared war on October 7th. They killed 1,500 people. They kidnapped 242 people. They've got kids, 32 young kids that are being held hostage. That goes against every single Geneva Convention and every single sane human being's efforts. So, no, they're not. They're not. A, a any sort of entity outside of just being aligned with iran they also see other nations being on the target that support the israeli government likely europe such attacks could take the form of attempting to damage critical systems like water or electricity and this is coming from director ray in his testimony yesterday and could provide or also sorry yesterday yeah yesterday and also invoke proxies to keep iran's fingerprints off the incidents the cyber targeting of American interests and critical infrastructure that we already see conducted by Iran and non-state actors alike, we can expect them to get work as the conflict expands, as well as the threat of kinetic attacks. We know that Iranian proxy proxies in the last two weeks have attacked 22 U.S. bases in the Middle East. Um, and again, in, in this region, Israel learned something on October 7th. And I think the U.S. forgotten this lesson from 9-11 because it's been so long. I mean, if you think of the soldiers of that are serving in today's military, the 18 to 22-year-olds, they weren't even born on 9-11. They weren't. So they don't understand what 9-11 is. And a lot of these college students that are, you know, being indoctrinated are is, is the same. So the only way to hit on is talk tough. We don't talk tough. Our leadership is still trying to talk diplomacy with people who on Friday, after a holy prayer, shout death to America and death to Israel. These are not people you can run diplomacy with. Israel learned that the hard way. Since the Oslo Accords of 93, right? Israel's tried to do peace with the PLO multiple times. Hamas came through in the late 80s. Their charter called for the destruction of Israel. 
So every time there was any sort of momentum towards peace, there'd be a bunch of dead Israelis put it there. Hamas's charter calls for the destruction of Israel. Hamas's spokesperson went on Lebanese TV yesterday and said, we're not just going to do October 7th month. We're going to keep doing it and doing it until Israel is no more. The intentions are clear. It's a destruction of Israel and the West. Once Israel falls, the West is likely to follow. Not because Israel is some sort of stakeholder to the West, but simply because once that goes down, all institutions collapse thereafter, right? So once once democracy falls, it's a domino effect of democracies falling because the blueprint is made. It's done. It's ready to go. The same applies in cybersecurity with what the Iranians are doing. It's come time. You know, a lot of people talk about what CISA should be doing and, 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 and Senator Warner and, and Senator Rubio are, are talking about, well, we want to see CISA do no. We don't want to see CISA do anything. We want to CISA to build resiliency. That's their job. Build resiliency. We need to see the NSA and Cyber Command take preemptive strikes and paralyze the Iranians back by 200 years technologically. Set them back. Let them know you threaten us. There's a price to be paid. We don't do that. Anticipate rough, rough times ahead and rough waters as the Iranians are likely to see our lack of uh, addressing their threats as a weakness. The moment you smell weakness is the moment you strike. That's what Iranians are known for. That goes to Muddy Water, Iranians. Muddy Water now linking a new spear phishing campaign targeting two Israeli uh, entities to ultimately deploy a legitimate remote administration tool for Enable uh, called Advanced Monitoring Agent. Deep Instinct, which disclosed details of the attacks that the campaign exhibits updated TTPs to previously reported Muddy Water activity. Um, used They've used similar chains to distribute other remote access tools like Screen Connect, Remote Utilities, Synchro, and Simple Help. The latest development underscores the fact that their largely unchanged modus operandi continues to yield some level of success. The space, they're a cyber espionage crew that's set to subordinate elements within the Iranian um, Ministry of Intelligence and Security or also their Quds forces as well. Um, these latest TTPs represent in some ways a continuation and an evolution of Mango Sandstorm and Static Kind They've contained a hidden file, an LNK file that initiates the infection as an executable file designed to unhide a decoy document while executing advanced monitoring. The lower document displayed to the victim is an official memo from the Israel Civil Service Commission, which can be publicly downloaded from the official website. So they are trying to do that as well. And those are the threats facing Iran, uh, facing Israel from Iran and their proxies in the region. And we're, we're next, whatever they do there, they're going to be targeting here. If you're working with any sort of company that's uh, relying on Israel, no matter where you are in the world, you're likely a target. Be mindful. Um, if you get something in email, be mindful of that. You get something through text messages, be mindful of that as well. One of the ways they're doing uh, psychological warfare in Israel is they're sending text messages saying, clear your home, a bomb's coming. And they're trying to say that that's uh, the uh, Israeli uh, civil force trying to clear out areas. That's not the case. Um, and they're likely going to move that. Once they see that that lacks success in Israel, they'll likely try to address foreign individuals who have ties to Israel. So keep that in mind. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back on Monday with a whole lot more. Until then, make sure to find all the latest and greatest on our website at cyberhelppodcast.com. Go check out our Substack. Get your very own travel espresso mug by supporting the show uh, on your annual contribution. Thank you all for being part of the program. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. 
We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. 